spaghetti. That, that was the <laughs> that was the ghetto uh, <laughs> fabulous meal right there, bro. My joke used to be rice and spam. Now Ooh. I want the people. He, I want the people yeah, I to love hear spam. you guys smacking your lips, eating right before Schmack we Smack those lips. <laughs> Yo. Yo, what's up, y'all? You tell me, bro. Welcome to the Knowing Part podcast. How was your day? <laughs> My day was special. Special? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's why, up, everybody? Why, why, why was it special? Because, you know, the enemy. You know, mm. he, 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 you know, took Mike out in his bike. <laughs> what? How I, you be, how I get <laughs> put into this? They talking to you, dog. <laughs> Yo, Mike, you got taken out on your bike, bro? Chill, son. Try to try try to take us out in the car, man. Oh man. Mm. Yo, on Satan's our, a tri- sucker. On our trip up here, man. Yo, Z yo. He a Marcus chump. Is scared to say it, but Satan's a sucker. He a chump, he a son. Sucker. Satan's a sucker. <laughs> yeah, that's why we gonna call this one. We gonna call this one. Satan's, Satan's a, a sucker, man. Y'all heard? Yeah. Nah, but um, yo, we here safe. Praise the Lord. We over at Rouse Crib. In my father's house, there's many mansions. <laughs> many, many mansions. This got Micah's a comedian. Oh. Anything to stop you two guys from worshiping. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah, oh, yo. That's why I mentioned oh, it after the five. What was that? Good two-minute rule. <laughs> I was like, these guys can't worship after that. Now I'm going to mention it. Oh, man. Yo. Yeah, worship is dead. This, 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 uh, maybe we should do it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Close it out. Well, right in the middle. They, matter of right, fact, right they don't even know when I'm going to set it off, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't worry, I'll just, I'll just I'm follow gonna you. set it you off. Mean, uh, you see how Ange, whenever he's eating nuts, he just put it all on the table and he just pops it in one by one. Yo, why are you telling people <laughs> like, yo, how just, filthy eats? <laughs> All right. He just has it all on the table under the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. No, 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 no. It's be- listen. The situation here is I didn't want to mix these special nuts with these nuts. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to put them in the same uh, oh, cup. Oh, he has it on the table. On the, he just scattered oh, his own. He just scattered I, it on the table. I was thinking because I seen a bowl and I was like, and "What are you just, talking about?" He just popped one. <laughs> And he just munches on it. It's an art, because I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? And then he, he <laughs> must sound like a savage. He scoops up another and just pops it. That was a dry raisin right there. Oh, you're going to hear. And he's just smacking his lips. That's rude. Yeah. You're going to hear is Mr. Ed. If I eat, Yeah, I hope you guys studied. Um, <laughs> study? Ralph. Ralph think he's in med school, though. He put out like nine books five minutes before. <laughs> Five, five minutes before we got a record, and he starts to such a cram. He's a speed reader. I forgot. <laughs> I hope you guys spent time with the Lord and the Word. And when you read three minutes before, <laughs> why are you telling the people this, man? <laughs> and literally, yo, as soon as we got out the whip, you saw me open the word, right? I, know. I was like, yo, why Ann's so quiet? He's over there like this. <laughs> And you like, oh, this guy. Nah, work work <laughs> was crazy this week, bro. Crazy. Hectic week? Oh, it was insane, man. Yeah, That's so why you got to do it a little bit at a time. You know, you know, you know. I remember when I was in college, it used to be so funny because me and my boys used to, you know, we used to study like crazy, you know, to prepare before um, the exams. 
And I remember every time we used to go, it was either before physics or chemistry exam. And everyone used to be cramming in the hall before mm. class starts, right? And, you know, we've been studying. we ready. So we'll walk by in front of everybody and we start singing to him. If you don't know this by now, <laughs> you will never know. <laughs> they hated us. Every time they saw us, they I all mean, scattered. They're like, these mm. guys going to come and start a- <laughs> oh, <laughs> trying dude. to mess them up. Why we got to be like that, dog? Why we always got to wait last minute to do things? Because we're a bunch of procrastinators. Man, good thing we feel with the spirit, and he's mm-hmm. going to be the one teacher. We got 24 hours. Yeah, but you got to, you know, do a little bit of preparing. You know how people, yo, know, the spirit is going to lead. So that means you don't have to read, you don't have to study, you don't have to do nothing. Mm, that's and, a good point. And then, you, and then you go up there, mm-hmm. and then you start to teach. But that's the thing, man. <laughs> If I study, I don't want to take away from the Lord what he's gonna what he would do. Whatever. Because if I study, then people are gonna be like, "That's all me." But now nah, mm. I'm not gonna study then. People already know it's all you. You speak in the third person, dog. Yo, listen, me <laughs> you think that, you and think filthy that? are different entities. All right. <laughs> Leave filthy alone. You think they don't know yo, it's all you yo, already? What's, what's filthy been up to, man? Yo, oh. uh, filthy been making some moves, man. Why nobody ever wanna listen, listen to me. me? That should oh. be the worst shit. Yeah, <laughs> filthy. Nice. Filthy got some bars. I mean, nah, filthy ain't that nice, but. Filthy about to drop something soon for the people, baby. Word. Yeah. It's going to be available on all major platforms. You know what I'm saying? promoting something, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be. He's going to get all the ads. I just hope he shares. (laughs) (laughs) The people ain't going to like me after this album drops. Yo. Filthy's gonna come out with a doll. He's gonna come out with everything. <laughs> I just hope board some of the game. yeah, I hope some the of the board game. Some of the proceeds go back to the podcast. <laughs> but you know, right now we gotta be promoting Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 You know, that's what this podcast is primarily about: Jesus and His Word and His life, mm. and how how was it, and how dope, how dope he was. Jesus, he's dope, baby. So we're in um, John chapter 20. Actually, we got two chapters left, man. Crazy. We almost Amen. at the end of the road for the gospel of John. Um, but, you know, before we get into chapter 20, let's kind of revisit the last chapter. Um, major, major event happened in the last chapter. Mm. And I don't know, you know, we, we were kind of led to discuss... Uh, pilot a lot yeah and that divine appointment you know however the the, the spirit kind of led us it, you know he for some reason he was jumping out the page and we kind of focused on him but um the central the central part obviously was the crucifixion and um christ dying being crucified being nailed to the cross mm. um speaks about him getting pierced on his side um the gospel of john doesn't go into great detail about the crucifixion compared to the other gospels mm-hmm. you know like luke um, yeah. matthew it really kind of it, it just kind of glosses over it right it doesn't go into great detail um the i think you know the things that were happening you know with the darkness it doesn't go over any of those details yeah, it kind of just mm-hmm. you know we, we see a picture of um christ submitting his, his will to the father and mm-hmm. then 
you know, to the point of death. And then, you know, he was crucified, he died, and it kind of, all right, it, it goes on to the next thing. Right. Right, but obviously, you know, the crucifixion is major, right, central in creation, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder just the... um the relation the special relationship that Jesus had with John that John glossed over that quickly because he didn't want to sort of reminisce and think of you know what I mean like that closeness that he says because we know that John he's the one that that the Lord loved they they say mm-hmm. so it's just that that tightness that they had maybe he just didn't want to reminisce on the specifics of it you know just yeah. me thinking but that's a good point that's a very good point um, I think it's the opposite <coughs> of, I mean, the purpose of, the, I don't want to spoil it. Let's just read. <laughs> no, it's going yeah. to. We're talking about the specifically the crucifixion, right? Yeah, the specifically the crucifixion. I think in this chapter is going to, he gets into what, I mean, what Jesus is really about. And the crucifixion is a major point in his mission here, but, you know, um, the book of John was written so that we may believe. That's what he says, you know, so that we could have faith. And I think what he stresses in this chapter is what he felt is what Christ really represented. Mm-hmm. So as we get into this chapter, I think we, you're going to understand more. So, so here's a question. You know, you people often ask, all right, why? Why did Jesus Christ have to die? Why did he have to get crucified? All right. What do you guys think? I mean, somebody had to pay for our sins. Mm-hmm. You know, our, the God that we serve, he's a just God. So there had to be a sacrifice for these sins, to, to, for there to be atonement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only place where justice can meet mercy and love. That's the only place is at the cross because mm. the thing is that that's one of the biggest because I've had a conversation with um with a Muslim and I and um in the middle of the conversation and he was saying he loved God he loved this and all that and now something like, you know his his whole thing of because you know how Muslims Muslim believe that Jesus never died right. and and the specific question I asked him I was like so how do you repent for your sins he said I ask for forgiveness and I was like yeah but the sin still has to be paid for. When you go to a courtroom, when you commit a crime, you could tell the judge, I'm sorry, a billion times. Or you could tell the judge, hey, look, um, you may be trying me for this murder, but look, this um, six, 690, like six billion people, 999,000 people I did not kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, so my good should, you know, outweigh, I mean, my good should outweigh my bad. So I'm sorry. And the right. judge is still going to say, yeah, you, I know you didn't kill 7 billion people. You only killed one person. You still got to pay for that crime. You should be sorry. But the problem is the crime must be paid for. So I think that's the only thing is that the death of Jesus has is that payment for mm-hmm. our sins. And our sins could never be paid for unless blood has been shed. And that was the whole purpose of the whole Old Testament with the sacrificing of the lambs. Right. And you know, the whole purpose of the Passover and since God would not kill them because of his mercy and his grace. So what he did, he took out his his wrath that was, you know, because of the enmity that we had with God. So he took the, the sin and put it on his own son, his own beloved son, and and killed him 
in place of us mm. in order for our sins to be atoned for. Mm. So it's a necess- it's necessary. So the death of Christ is, you know, is pivotal in, in our walk. Exactly. And you brought up the um, sacrificial <laughs> law. Um, you had the sin offering. Mm-hmm. You had the peace offering. Right. And you had the, what was the third one? I think it's a fellowship offering or a wave offering maybe? Or is it wave or a grain that, offering? That was the grain. But there was three okay. um, offerings where they sacrificed. I forgot the third one. Um, yeah, I but, but you know, yeah, I believe it's the fellowship. Those things were shadows mm-hmm. of um, what was to come. You know, Jesus being the ultimate <coughs> sacrifice and being the atonement and payment, right? Yeah. Justice, because God is, is is fully just, and justice had to be rendered. Right, and he was he was the sacrificial lamb for all of mankind. Yeah. Um but you know it's, it's interesting how John John the the focus of the gospel of John is the deity of Christ. Mm. And um him being that uh sin offering, right? You know, for us. And you know the thing is is like what um the the death of Christ was so brutal and a lot of people, you know, take it very flippantly, oh he died. You know, and it's true. Um and we know that the reason he died was because he gave up his spirit. He didn't just die because, you know, just like that, because of actual physical reasons, because he gave up his spirit. That was the only reason. Um, but I kind of like looked into it from a medical standpoint mm. to to understand like what he went through. And I was just trying to come up to like th- uh, a couple of conclusions on like, if it was like an actual person, how, what were the medical events that led to his death? Right, like it first started off with the, the the torturing and the beating. So with the whole cat and nine tails, right? When it takes off your skin and muscles and all that, the amount of bleeding that you do, um, you go into hemorrhagic shock. So you bleed so much. A person has about a, a gallon and a half of blood in them. So he bled majority of, of his of it out. And the thing is, is that the way the body works, when your person goes into hemorrhagic shock. There's a couple of things that happen. One of the things that happen is that you're going to disseminate intravascular coagulation, which is that you bleed so much, right? So the things that stop the bleeding, like the clotting, right, the blood clotting, you stop the bleeding, you run out, you run out of it because it's in the blood. Those are the proteins, so you run out of it. Mm-hmm. So now you get into this position now that you're bleeding too much, you can't clot, and it just keeps cycling on each other. And what the body does, right? The body says that. Since you're bleeding, I need to preserve the brain and the heart. Mm. So now the pituitary gland releases something called vasopressin that constricts all the uh, all the blood flow from the rest of the organs, mm. right? So I'm going to stop blood from going to the, the bowels, like your stomach, your small bowel, your colon. Mm. I'm going to stop blood flow to the liver. I'm going to stop blood flow to the pancreas. I'm going to stop blood flow to the kidneys. I'm going to only keep blood flow going to the brain mm. and to the heart. Because that's the most important thing of the body, the right. brain, the heart. So now what ends up happening is that now your muscles start to die. Mm. It goes into necrosis, right? And then your kidney starts to fail. Your gut starts to fail, right? None of that's working, okay? Wow. So now only your brain and your heart is working. So now now everything is starts failing. So what the body does, so now you have to think, he's bleeding, right? He carried this big cross, right? And um, when he when he gets there, 
and when they the way they hang you right when they put the nails through the wrist the thing is that the the nails go through the median nerve because it's between the radius and the ulna that nerve is the big one of the is the biggest nerve it's connected mm -hmm. to all the nerves in the neck it's the worst pain that you have Ugh. so it went right through the both nerves right and now you you uh and they you know they nailed his feet so when you're on the cross you the arms are up and what happens is that you could inhale but you can't really exhale as well because of the position of the diaphragm is open Right. So what ends up happening is that you're breathing in, but you can't breathe out. So wh what happens is that now you build up carbon dioxide in your lungs, which is acidic. So, mm. and the only way the body helps, like when a person's in like this hemorrhagic shock, you start respirating, you start breathing quicker in order, because you, because your muscle tissue and everything is um, burning, is uh, losing, you know, is dying off. Mm -hmm. So it becomes what they call metabolic acidosis. You become acidotic, your pH drop. So you start respirating faster mm -hmm. to blow off the acid from your blood. But what happened is that you can't blow it off because he's on the cross. Mm -hmm. So now you have all these things working against each other. Hemorrhagic shock. You got Then you develop what they call respiratory acidosis because you can't blow it off. You got all this carbon dioxide building up in the lungs because you can't blow it out. Mm -hmm. So now all of this is working. And because the gut fails, all the normal bacteria that's supposed to live in your gut starts escaping. And now you get septic. And the one point we, I forgot is that when he was walking there, he fell on his chest when he was carrying a thing. When That's when they called Simon to come and help him, right? Yeah. Um, so chances that with that big thing on his, on his um, shoulder, he probably had a contusion of his heart from him falling from all the blood. So now he got a, a chest trauma. So now you have all this working together. Wow. You know, and it compounds. Like this is the most excruciating pain and suffering that anybody could go through when you put that all together. I mean, I was going through it. It's, it, it was like I couldn't even finish reading it. Um, I mean, there's much more details. But I wrote it, and I'm, I'm going <laughs> to not throw all the details. But then on top of it, you know, when they stabbed them, you know, a lot of people say, you know, with the blood in the water, that's another, like, it's proof positive that he was dead. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. what happens is that fluid starts, you start third spacing because your kidneys start failing. So now fluid leaves the blood vessels and just goes into the tissue. So it went to the tissue around the heart. So now there's fluid. So now there's separation of the blood and mm -hmm. the serum. So that's like um, at that part, he went into heart failure. The heart probably exploded uh -huh. and blood leaked into the pericardium and you got serum and blood. So when they poked it, that's like um, water came out because now the, the hemoglobin separated from the serum. So to show that, yo, this guy was dead. And that's that's just the physical. Yeah. Right? Like, mm. if you just imagine, you know, a person going through that. And I think we discussed a few episodes back that, you know, Jesus wouldn't have died. Right. Because he was sinless, right? Mm -hmm. So now imagine that physical torture, that physical pain, excruciating pain he went through. And that was nothing compared, right? He was on the cross for, you know, what, three hours? Mm, I think a little bit longer. Was it like six? Three to six. I, I don't remember exactly, but I think it was like three to six. But there was a there was a period of three hours where yeah, there was yes. just darkness. Darkness, right. Now, this, this spiritual um, justice being poured out, right? This yeah. cup that he was praying to the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane that, you know, all right, if it's possible, let this cup pass. This cup that was going to be poured, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, we 
we will never understand what took place during that time. We'll never understand that cup that was poured, you know, that spiritual disconnection mm. from the Father mm. as he was on the cross for those three hours, mm. going through everything that you just said physically mm -hmm. and experiencing the full um, justice of God the Father on our behalf because of yeah. what I did. Mm. He went through that. And that's that's crazy. Mm. You know, right. not only experiencing the most excruciating thing from a physical standpoint and that not ending cuz I, I I could imagine the stuff you said after the whippings uh, somebody would have died from that. Oh, yeah. Just from the whippings alone. But because of who, Mostly, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because of his, his purity, he would have just suffered. That's right. why, you know, eventually he gave up the ghost. Like, he gave up his life. But it was because of me that he was on the cross. And he had to suffer that mm. on the physical. And we don't even see what he went through on the, the spiritual spirit. line. Right. And, and that's the funny thing that you mentioned. That Could you imagine that? That's what he was, he was praying to the Father for the spiritual. <laughs> for the spiritual. <laughs> Not the physical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that's what people sometimes don't realize is that um you know, when he was crying asking for that cup to be removed, you know, it was it was the spiritual part like and you think about it, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, they had been together since before there was time, since before the foundations of the earth. And when the sins of the world were thrown on Jesus, he had to be separated for the very first time from that that trinity that we we will never understand and can you think of that like yeah. for eternity for an eternity of eternities mm. before we were created they were always together and mm. then for that time that the our sins were thrown on him and the father had to turn his 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 turn his face from him because he could no longer look at his son because of all the disgusting sin that that he had taken on his shoulders mm. like that's just something that I hope, you know, we get to, to to understand, you know, for an eternity when the Lord is teaching us in, in heaven. But most people look at what the physical part and they think that that was the hard part for Christ. Right. And that was not the hard part for Christ. Yo, you know how I think we're going to start to understand that a little more is when we have that perfect union. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know, when he comes back, when he, we get raptured or, you know, we go to heaven and we experience that perfect oneness with Jesus and, and God, mm. we'll probably be able to imagine, oh, this is what broke? Yeah. Mm. We're not, you know, yeah. right. by knowing what it is, we'll probably be able to be like, you mean this broke? Like you get, we you gave this, this up. This union broke for us. <laughs> mm. Mm. That and I think that's that's. He's not gonna come and break it down. Well, yeah, during those three hours, I was. No, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, this is," and it gets better, and it keeps getting better, and then we could be like, "Oh, this is what stopped. This is what you had from eternity's past, and it stopped. Mm. Something that you never experienced." You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 
It's we're gonna experience that oneness, and I think we're gonna. Be, I can't imagine not having this oneness, right? Right, and this and this full revelation and this full, you know, unadulterated just oneness with Christ. Mm. But the good news is, yo, the tomb was empty. Right. So in chapter nineteen, we left off with. A um, couple of characters that we read, you know, earlier, Nicodemus, you know, uh, guys that were uh, in positions of power that was probably through uh, fear, lack of faith, or however you may call it, um, because of that event, you know, stepped up and decided to honor uh, Jesus in, you know, the best way that they, they could, given the circumstances, so, you know, we read about the the preparation of his body and him being buried in the tomb. So, you know, we continue the story in uh, chapter 20. So we could go to, uh, that's 1 to 10. Just go through that. Now, the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out and the other disciple and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen cloths lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloth, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. Mm -hmm. First day of the week. Who do we see? Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Was she the one that um, uh, used her demons. hair? I think she was the one with I mean, she yeah, she was the one with the demons. With the though. demons, yeah. Seven it, demons, but I don't know if she was the one with the hair though. Is she the one uh where the Lord said those who are forgiven much love much? You guys remember? There were so many Marys. This, so that, much of Marys. Yeah, hmm. that, that I'm not I'm not sure of. I don't know. But she, you know, she she went back to the tomb. You know, whether it was to you know, uh, go check and, and, you know, I, I could imagine the rush job that, you know, Joseph and, um, Nicodemus probably did in preparing the body. Maybe she was going over there to, uh, I don't know, do some more preparation, mm. but, um, her faithfulness, right? You can see her love for Jesus Christ, right? She was there, she was there at the, the cross, at the burial, and, you know, she's the first person that's there. 
and you know just that you know that character she had Jesus Christ had all these guys that was down with him that was rolling with him that was um privy to all these this wisdom this teaching but none of them are over there mm. you know it's it's a woman that's over there what do you what do you guys think of that i i think it was extremely important that um he 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 used he used the woman um cuz during that time women were not even allowed to give testimony mm. they were not allowed to speak up like if there were any court cases they were not allowed to be witnesses um they were not about allowed to spread the gospel or to teach or you know i mean they were not allowed to, like the 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 pharisees the sadducees were they and the men in general the women were kept apart and they would not never believe a woman's testimony so i think he specifically used that to show um as part of textural authority to show that because if it was considered from a man's point of view and he was writing this a man's point of view he would have never used a woman to be the first one to meet jesus to be the one to bring message the man was said we did it i did it because women are nothing it was very you know you know sexist or whatever so this is part of the things to show that i look at it as textual criticism to show how truthful the scriptures were where these men were truly being moved by the holy spirit and it was not man's you know effort say you know trying to tell a story right so this shows the authority of the scriptures i also look at it as just um it had to be real because who would die for that mm -hmm. you know for you like you said for you to come up with a story and have a woman be the first person to to see this and to be part of the testimony of the resurrected Christ mm -hmm. back then like you said women wasn't respected so when the when disciples and believers of Christ were being martyred for that story it was like it had to be real mm. for you to for you to die for a testimony like that it's like you know if it if a woman is doing it and a woman's testimony is not taken seriously and that's part of the testimony of Christianity and you seeing men die for it, that means it had to be real. Mm. You know? Because yes. it's like, that's outlandish. Right. Like, yo, your testimony, is, is it comes from a woman who saw it first. Mm. And then, so if you're seeing Christians like, yeah, it did, it did happen. I'm ready to die for it. That means it was real. That's right. It shows mm. how real it was. Because something, a testimony with a woman in it, it would be so crazy. Right. So for Christians to be dying for it, that means it was a real story. And, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, the Holy Spirit highlight these women and show how important, you know, they were, mm -hmm. um, how they participated in the life of Christ. Right now, she this is early in the morning. Right. And she's there going to see her Lord and Savior. Right? Whatever she was going to do, because mm -hmm. she thought he, he died. Right. So everybody's thinking he's dead. Right. They didn't know that, you know, he was going to come back. He was going to resurrect from the dead. But you see the love that she had. Mm. Right. And none of his followers was there. And, you know, um, she's she's she was used to 
go and tell, you know, his followers, mm-hmm. right? So she roll up there and she see that the, the the stone has been moved away. So the first thought in her mind is like, yo, they came and stole the body, right? Mm-hmm. They, they came and they, they stole the body of Jesus. So she ran and she told Peter and the disciple that he loved, which obviously is John, mm-hmm. right? And yo, we don't know where they we don't know where they put him, right? And mm-hmm. I I could just picture the the frantic scene and her being hysterical. And, yeah, just imagine that, you know. Mm. You, you know how when you talk about how frantic she was, um, when you connected with the you know synoptically with the other gospels. When when she actually ran in, she saw the angels with the other scriptures that they talk about. You know, she saw the two angels and all, and they and I they mean, say you. He 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 recalls it here too. Oh, but oh, it happens we, afterwards. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that then. <laughs> so 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 the first scene is like, yo, the stone is away. Right. They took the body. Right. Mm-hmm. So she ran. She runs back. Um. I, but I'm just seeing, you know, this love that she had for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm 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 seeing that, but you know, I'm also seeing just this um, I don't know, lack of faith, because it's like he told you, you know, constantly, like, mm. but they just didn't get it, right? You know, and it's like we we've been we've always talked about the disciples, like we don't want to bash them because we're seeing it from right. the whole perspective. We have everything, but just this, our just natural reaction. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus was like, yo, they're going to, I'm going to die, but I'm going to resurrect. I'm going to die, I'm going to resurrect. And it's just natural human nature. She came, she didn't see it. It's like, oh, they took him away. It's like, you didn't even think about the resurrection. Mm-hmm. You didn't think about him resurrecting, but he constantly, you know, he he told you guys that. But that didn't come to the forefront. But like you said, it's, you know, the scene is frantic. and But, you know, I also like the whole thing that, uh, like you was talking about with the love, because she's doing this for a dead Christ. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? She's doing this for dead Christ, all of this, and 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 that kind of like um, it tests me, um, convicts me when she just said she goes early in the morning. Early in the morning. <laughs> it was still often, dark. It was still dark. How often do I? I tell myself like I try to remind myself I want to get up before the sun goes up to get into the Word, to get alone with the Lord, to meet with Him because mm. I know He's waiting for me. It's the best time. You know, it's you know that's the only thing you could. That's the only way for you to live your life is to meet with Him early. You know, bright and early to just sit down, spend time with him, pray with him, pray to him, you know, let him speak into your life, give you direction for the, for your day. And so that convicts, every time I read that, it convicts me, man, especially during the winter. I'll be asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not a morning person. I'm the total opposite. I'll be asleep. I'll be, I'll be, I'm the one that be up like that and. I always have a joke with Ralph, like um, yeah. the throne room be open from three to six, mm. you know, and I find it. And the, like you said, it's I seen that with Christ where it was like every time he would get up early to go out and pray. Right. He would get up early and go out and pray. He would get up early and go out and pray. And I forgot what scripture I read. It was like one time he did it and it was like from this. It was the night watch mm. from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Right. You know, that's when soldiers would watch from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. And it was like, that's when Christ got up and he went and prayed. And the crazy thing about it is I find like my clearest instructions from God or my best conversations come from God is when he wakes me up at three in the morning. Mm. 
And yeah. a lot of times I didn't get it. I used to just like turn on the TV like, ah, oh, I can't sleep. Or, you know, you get on your phone or you start to work or right. you start to do something like, all right, make yourself busy till you fall asleep. Right. You know, you turn on a, a sermon or you turn on music just to put yourself to sleep, not understanding. He's like, nah, 3 a.m. is, uh. this is the time where, <laughs> you know, the house is quiet, everything's quiet, everybody's sleep, and me and you, we got something to talk about. Nah, it's true. That's, that's sometimes that's when I get my best. Yeah, you, you get know. your best devos, your best... Everything is so yeah. clear at three in the morning when the Lord is talking to me. So, see, that's why I be coming to you guys for counsel because I be sleep. <laughs> I be sleep. Mm. And and you know what else convict me? <laughs> you know what else convict me? The garden when he was like, "Yo, dog, you couldn't stay up and pray with me." So every time, I, every time I'm half sleep and the Lord wake me up, I always think about, "Yo, you can't stay up with me." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he told the disciples, "You can't stay up and pray with me." I was like, "Nah, Lord. Even if it's a little ten minute half." half half <laughs> prayer i'd be like lord i'm here yeah. <laughs> work with me i'll give you 10 minutes i got 10 minutes before I tap that <laughs> but work with me you know what i mean that's a, that's, a, that's a muscle that you know always has to be exercised Amen. You know, it's, it's 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 hard you know the flesh is weak because i'll be sleeping <laughs> straight up <laughs> not even gonna lie y'all gotta pray for me <laughs> um so you know peter you know, Peter and, and, and John, you know, they, they got the message. So, they, yo, what? They stole the body? That's the thought. And and you got to imagine the, the trauma they just went through, mm -hmm. right? Dog, I'm traumatized from just what Ralph described Word up. in the beginning. <laughs> Why do you think I'm so quiet? Podcast, because <laughs> like just imagining the things that you're saying. It's a lot. It, yo, dog, it traumatized me. It traumatized imagine me. the people that saw it. Right, mm -hmm. they mm. experienced that, and this is somebody that was loving on them in the deepest, perfect love. Mm -hmm. So imagine how they were affected by Christ. Right. So imagine, you know, deeper than the love of a parent. This is God, who is love. Right, mm -hmm. and, and you're there for three and a half years, or however long time, and. That how that affected you, right? Experiencing perfect love, and then you see that person go through that. Imagine the how traumatic. Mm -hmm. So that's why you know it's like all right, you know when you mentioned yet Christ told them all these things, but it's like they didn't even remember right. that. Yeah. But I'm like yo dog. Imagine what they just went through, yeah. and imagine the day after. Day one, right? Day two, mm -hmm. day three, and it's just—you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. And we can't even compare that to the death of a loved one, because yeah. that was that was actually God, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you were in fellowship with Him. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, and also the separation, like you said, it was—you know—you uh, with somebody every day for three years, and these people, they, they, um. They left their life behind, right. you know. So you think about leaving your your life, your family, your wife, mm. your kids. They left everything behind. To your career, everything. <laughs> your career, you know, money, whatever. You probably had status. Mm -hmm. All these things you left it all behind to become a disciple of Jesus Christ, and you did that for three years straight, every day with him. And, and like you said, being loved on by him. Yeah. So you was being filled with joy. Mm -hmm. You was 
You know what I'm saying? You was being complete. Like that's that's the that's what they felt from Jesus Christ, and then boom, everything just just stopped. And I think the biggest the biggest the biggest probably hurt from that and the loss was the hope. Yeah, like they were hopeless. You know, because mm-hmm. that's why I point out like when they went there, it was like, oh, the body was stolen. It was like you, three years he's been telling you about his kingdom coming, all the, all this theology, but because of this traumatic situation, and that's how the enemy works. You know, he'll put you through trauma. He'll make something happen traumatic in your life where, you know, you could be strong Christian in the faith praying but you lose a loved one, you know, something happened in your life that's a traumatic dog. It messes you up where you don't find yourself wanting to pray, where you questioning God. You start to lose that hope. Right. So, you know, uh, Peter and John goes in. Right, they go check it out. So you see John styling on Peter like, yo, I, I, I outran you, old man. <laughs> but he, he left his lame name out, though. But he ain't going to the tomb. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why he ain't going to the tomb, man? Why he ain't going to the tomb? I don't know. He ain't going to t- <laughs> yeah, this guy. Ask him. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with this guy? I don't, I think he ain't going to the tomb. Um, I think it was probably this was is Passover still around? That's what I was thinking. Is this still time of Passover? Well, I mean, just uh, in general, Jews did not believe in being around dead, dead body. bodies. That's what I'm thinking because so he didn't want to yeah. be unfilthy, unclean. Yeah, right. unto, yeah, I mean, filthy. He didn't right. want to be filthy. So. He didn't want to be filthy. Yeah, he did not want to be filthy. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to be filthy. That's, that's <laughs> See, I don't. I don't think that was why he didn't go in. Oh, now you now you have a reason. Yeah, once it got filthy, gets attacked. You know now. Listen, first of all, the thing know, when I was know. reading this, man, the first thing that hit me, man, was. During that sprint, because we don't know how long it was, right? Who knows how long that sprint was from where they were to the tomb. Just the emotion running through their veins, you know, through their head at that time, like thinking, did he resurrect or, you know, was his body uh, tampered with? Because we don't we don't know. It doesn't say. But then getting there and seeing he, he looked in so he didn't have to go all the way in but he looked in and he saw that the body wasn't there um but just like i could imagine there was an incident a couple years ago where i got a phone call from work saying that my nephew and my niece were um were crossing the street and they were hit by by a sanitation truck Mm. that ride from my job in the bronx to the hospital in in brooklyn the emotion there was in my in inside of me like there was nothing that i was just determined to get where i needed to get to and just wondering what was going on and and i and i thought about that in that sprint that these guys were their savior somebody had potentially either stolen his body or he had resurrected you know and that that was just so powerful to me just thinking about the emotion during that sprint mm-hmm. to the tomb but you know peter being peter that's my peter boy then just just roll right, right in up there. in there. He he didn't care about being filthy, <laughs> and that's hey. why that's why I said there was a difference. <laughs> and he saw he saw the evidence, right? He saw the evidence of the resurrection, right? He saw who you mean, Peter? Peter. Mm. Right? He he saw the linen okay. kind of just laying there in the form of a body. Obviously, if 
So, you know, when I read this section, I was I was wondering, you know, towards the end, did they believe that he resurrected or did they believe that the body was stolen? I was I think they I believed like, that he resurrected. Well, I mean, when you when you read it, like um, it said that John, like you see in verse, he says, stooping in to look in, he saw. That was talking about Peter. The linen cloth lying there, but he did not. No, that was John, right? That was John, yeah. Then Peter came in and uh, he saw the linen clothes lying there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So looking at some of the commentaries were saying that the, the, the word saws that they use were different like Greek words. So the first saw with John, he's like, yo, he just took a glance. The second saw was more like, okay, Peter was like, he looked carefully to examine, to observe what was happening. Right. Right. So he was looking, he was examining what's going on here. And then, um, but it was John, he says, then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. So that saw and believed is like, that was like that intelligent, you know, right. understanding that, yo, I believe that he resurrected what he was yeah. saying. Peter, I don't think he did. Because if he was, if, if it was a grave robbing, right. They wouldn't have neatly folded the right. handkerchief or on the right. face. And also, how did they, you know, take off the bandage so neatly? Because right. it's like the bandage was still in the form of a body right. laying on the floor. So the evidence that they saw was, you know, I guess John now, right? John mm. believing he saw the evidence, seeing Peter go in kind of gave him the the push to mm -hmm. walk in there himself and then he saw the evidence and he believed yeah D yeah um definitely i think um like if it was a grave robbing there was nothing would have been left there right there would have right. been no cloth they would have just took the whole body they yeah, don't right. they don't take out the body and you know they would have take everything and you know, let's take care let's worry about the the grave clothes after right we it leave been, yeah you know messy. And but it says in verse nine it says for as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their home. So mm. are you, you're saying that John believed, but maybe the rest didn't? Yeah. It's possible? I think uh, I think so. Okay. Um, and there's a little point that I learned about with this whole folding, which was very interesting to me. They, they mentioned that how um, with the, uh, the face covering that – in a traditional culture, Jewish culture, right, when, when everyone would sit down and have dinner together, where they would, and while they're eating, so, uh, and they have their handkerchief, whatever, um, to wipe their face, clean their hands. Now, if they step away from the table to go anywhere, they'll just throw the handkerchief. And the waiters or whoever's around, the servants, right, if they see the handkerchief just thrown on the table, they say they know that, oh, the person who's eating, he's going to come back. The master of the table is going to come back and eat. So we're going to leave the food there, leave everything there. But if the master of the house folded the napkin on the table, uh, that means, well, if he folded the, the, the napkin, that means he's coming back to eat. So they're not going to take the food away. Mm. If he just throws the napkin, that means he's done. We could clear the table and take the food away. Mm. So they said that. So that was a traditional custom, a traditional Jewish custom uh. with his the face covering folded. That means that I'm coming back I'm coming again. Back. So uh, I think point. they would have they would have realized, oh, he's coming back. That was great. I did not know that. Great point. Mm. So um, yeah. so let's let's read on, All right? Um, so it finishes off by saying, you know, they didn't know the scriptures. Then the disciples went away again to their own home. I, I get the picture of disappointment, 
Like is they went away again to their own home, just like you know when they came and to grab Jesus in the garden, they scattered and they went home. So over here you get the picture like almost a disappointment. Like mm. oh man, now they took the body. So again, you're probably right. Maybe John, maybe it clicked for John, mm -hmm. but for everybody else, it didn't click. Right? One quick question I have for you guys though: when they said that. They did not understand the scripture. Which scripture do you think they were talking about? About, you know, his resurrection. Uh, in the Old Testament? Yeah, because, it, it, yeah. What about when he says, um, you're going to tear this tomb. You're going to tear this building down, but I'll raise it up in okay. three days. Okay. You know? I mean, they just didn't understand the scripture, it, yeah, it could have been a specific scripture, but I'm just seeing that they just didn't understand the whole, they just didn't understand the resurrection. And that's why they probably went back disappointed because they just didn't understand the right. fact that a man could. And, but it's crazy because you saw Lazarus resurrect. Mm -hmm. But like you said, that, that, what they saw Jesus go through, they're like, nobody could have survived that. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like if Jesus had died of a fever, it would have been like, all right, we could see him come back. But it was like, dog, you was brutalized. You yeah. know, you was you was disfigured. I mm -hmm. saw you on that mm -hmm. cross, like exactly what Ralph explained. You know, and I think that's why the spirit had you go into detail because these disciples, they're coming in and they're like, no way. Mm. There's no way somebody could have survived that. Mm. And they just couldn't understand that Christ would resurrect. Okay. So again, all right, the disciples go home and, you know, we start chapter 11 with Mary still there, dog. Right. So it says, but Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say teacher. So again, we, we have Mary, right? Again, just seeing just that love, mm -hmm. dog. <laughs> she, was, she, she stayed there. Mm. son she's a woman son like i said before dog women are sensitive to those things and we see it so many times in the scripture you know where just women are just more sensitive and it's just just natural and i just see it you know mary being a woman you know she's the one weeping she's the one outside you know the disciples everybody else went home and she's there still Cause it's you know they're emotional you know they 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 put everything in and it's beautiful i'm i'm so glad that john wrote that 
Yeah. You know, because he showed that, you know, it's, you know, they always tell you that Christianity is male and it's about men and women wasn't nothing and this and that. But he's showing you a true picture mm. of the disciples of Jesus Christ and women were very much involved. They were very much important in Christianity, even in the first, you know, see the first fruits mm. of, you know, his, um, you know, his disciples. It just, he just keeps pointing out with Mary. And I think also, you know, John, that's how he was. B. He was the disciple that Jesus Christ loved. You know, John was about love. You know, that's, he had that side to him. So I think those things stood out more to him than probably Luke, Mark, you know, because that's, that's, that was the, that was his nature. That was his side. I, I mean, that, that was the side of him. You know, he was the disciple that Jesus Christ loved and that love, it resonated with him. Yeah. I was just going to say that I, I, it's just, I see a picture of waiting on the Lord, mm. you know, and some, some, some people, different seasons, you know, some people wait on the Lord longer and it looks like the Lord granted Mary that opportunity. One, to, the angels were sitting in the same place that Peter and John looked, but they did not see the angels. Then when Mary came in, you know, the Lord allowed her to see the angels. The Lord mm. revealed himself to her because of her heart. She was weeping and, and she was just waiting there on the Lord. And I just see it's such a, a beautiful picture. And we've all experienced those times where we're in our quiet place with the Lord and we're all and we're weeping. And, and then the Lord just touches us and reveals himself to us in a special way that if we were in a rush, we would not experience. Mm hmm. Do you guys yeah. do you guys see this as a maybe an indictment towards men? Right? Even when you look at churches today, right? A yeah. lot of it is it's the women that's um serving. It's the women yeah. that's like dudes don't they don't get into church, right? They don't like I'm just seeing a picture of the heart. The heart for Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. For her her teacher, right? And these guys that spent so much time with him, dog, they went back home. And I, you, you know, yeah. you, you look at you look at like the culture of of church is dominated by women. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I I look at it. It's like a pride. It's a pride thing. You know, you could see um, women. Like like you were saying, the, the sentimental women, you know, the love, the caring, the nurturing type of spirit mm -hmm. that women have is, you know, it's easy for them to, you know, come to that point. While men, they look at it like, oh, I can't um, submit myself, you know. I need to have this type of authority. I need to have this type of say. So, because coming to Jesus, there's a you have to surrender. You have to submit mm -hmm. to like, yo, he's my master. So, men... It's like, yo, I, I, yo, I run things. Mm -hmm. So they have that personality where, so for them to submit to the Lord, they, it was, it's harder for them. They, you know, it's, they got, that pride has to be broken. Yeah. When you can see it's easier for a woman to like submit, you know, it's like, yo, um, I mean, that's my take on it. No, and I, I, I see it. As I said, like they gentle, like right. these are, these, these are the natural things that women, and that's why I said, I'm so glad that John writes about it because we're learning from it. Mm-hmm. You know, like what Angela was saying, like she stood there longer. She's mm -hmm. weeping. Like these disciples, they came in. Oh, all right, I don't understand. I'm going back home. Right. Yeah. You know, and like I said, she didn't fully. I don't think she fully got it. 
because she's weeping. She's like, oh, they took the body. She don't understand, but she's still there. She's she's still there. She's still invested. You know, even though she don't understand about the resurrection, she's thinking that they they took his body. But she's still there. She's still invested because... Like I said, you know, I said it so many times, man. Men are brute beasts. <laughs> but, but you know one of the things that even rings out louder to me with this, though, is that here he says these angels, they were, what, dressed in white, and they asked, yo, woman, why are you weeping for? They took my master. Yo, there's angels in front of you. Mm-hmm. That did not take her te- attention off of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. It didn't switch. Could you imagine? Because I don't. If I saw an angel, I'm like, "Yo, what? <laughs> yo, yo, what up, bro? Yo, you know, start asking them mad questions. How is it up there in heaven? Yo, what's this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, yo, she didn't care. Like she just saw. Yeah, she saw these angels, but her heart and her eyes was fixated on the Lord, on the Savior. Mm-hmm. And even Jesus, <laughs> Jesus God, asked her, "God bless Mary. Who are you seeking?" Mm. Right? She was seeking the Lord. Right, and even when she thought that, you know, the Lord was dead, they stole her body. She was still, she was still there. I don't know. I, I just get this picture, right? She's being highlighted. The woman yeah. is being highlighted, like a, yeah. And her heart is being revealed. Yep. yep. And it's kind of like his disciples, like the guys that he was rolling with. <laughs> and we just, we just finished like two or three chapters, where you know he washed the feet and then he started mm. pouring into them pouring into these guys and then you know we read about when he says oh yeah you guys gotta get some hot sauce and then they were more concerned about the stuff that they were going through than the stuff that jesus went through so i don't know me reading it you just kind of see like you said he washed their feet she she's the same one that wiped her hair i'm not sure but one of the marys but you're seeing you see one of the the women wiping her hair with Jesus' feet, and this Jesus goes and he go wash his disciples' feet. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And like yeah. I, it's it's again, it's showing you that's how women are. And I'm just, you know, I, I look at it, you know, really reading this now again with you guys is just. But you know, I'm just, not gonna say I'm not gonna say women. I think that's just supposed to be the heart towards Jesus. No, I no, but what I'm trying to I'm saying that it's a natural thing because it's women and I. I I think it's a natural thing with women, but it's just showing you a woman who's seeking after Jesus. Because that's a great point you made, Ralph. Like a woman who is seeking after the Lord is going to get more. Mm-hmm. You see how, how like Angela was like, she was, she sat there, she waited. Right. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. she got more. And look how you said where she saw an angel, but all she was focused on was the Lord. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that was her heart. Right. This was a woman who really loved Jesus, a yeah. woman who loves the Lord right. is going to be blessed. Right. It's going to get more. It's going to see supernatural things. You're talking about seeing angels. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And think about it. And though, I think that's just, to yeah. sh- just real quick, but I just think that's just something for women in Christ mm. to it's, really. No, yeah. I, I think it's like you said, it's for all disciples to really be seeking the Lord. No, but I agree but with for you. John to point out Mary. It's just, I feel like it's just something for women because like, like you've been hearing so much how Christianity, it's, 
oppressive. It's oppressive. Yeah. It's not about the women. It's all about the men and such and such, such and such. And I'm reading this here now and I'm like, look at the focus on Mary's heart for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like that mattered. It mattered so much that the Holy Spirit made him put it mm-hmm. in the gospel. Yeah. Like That's women seek after the Lord. Yes. That's Make the point. Lord your focus and you're going to be so you're going to be blessed to the point where look at Mary she saw supernatural things now I, I agree with you that, you that that sensitivity and heart muscle is more developed and or it seems that way now it's, women it's always develop see yeah, women, yeah right? women always see those things like more, you know you, are, to you you'll walk by and you'll be looking at the the, the bigger picture but women is always you know they'll see yeah. those little things those right. those things of the heart those things right. of the you know, yeah, and I think it's a beautiful. You know, the Lord, you know, be but, God bless the women, dude. <laughs> straight up, Amen. But you, you also, you have to remember that she was the one, you know, with the seven demons that you know that Jesus healed. So, like we, like you mentioned earlier about who's forgiven much, much love much. much. Yeah. Yo, she was she she knew what state she was in when right she up. was possessed by seven demons. Could you imagine the torture? And she got released. She got freed up. You know, delivered from captivity. Of course, I'm going to love right. my Lord. Nothing is going to take me away from my Lord who delivered me. And yeah. I think, and um, and that's that's the whole point. Because the more we realize how how sinful we are, how sinful we were, right. and um, and how God delivered us, which the only natural thing to do, the supernatural thing, is to just be in love with our Lord and Savior. Word. So, um quick quick point with the two angels sitting at the you know the head and the feet of where Jesus laid you know a picture of the um the mercy seat mm, nice you know the ark of the covenant with Dope. the two cherubims at the end Dope. um yeah but there was a point I was trying to make with that I see your point the where blood in the middle though cuz Jesus cloth it was stained with blood probably just like right. the mercy seat. Mm. Right. But I see the part where um, she thought it was the gardener. When Jesus came. Yeah. Rolled up like, behind her. Right. She was like, yeah. She, she said, they carried him away. Tell me where you have laid him. Like, she was determined. Like, mm-hmm. I need to see Jesus. Where is he at? They took mm-hmm. his body. But just that verse 16 where Jesus said to her, Mary. Mm-hmm. And just the way he said it, it triggered you know, and you it's like when he says, you know, um, my sheep hear my voice. Yeah. You know? And the Lord is like your dog. He knows you. And the way he said it, it was like that's yeah. that's how he called me. Mm-hmm. And when I read it, I was like, When you see Christ and he calls your name, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, Yo, mm. you know me. Crazy. The way he says it to you, the way he yeah. calls you, you know, I always think about just um, you know the rapture. You know w- w- what is he gonna say? <laughs> you know, the, the, the you know the, the the trumpet blowing, and is he gonna say come up here, or is he gonna be like, yo, Mike, call your name, right? You know he's gonna be like, yo, Mike, yo, filthy, filthy, <laughs> <laughs> and you know you get called, but the way he said it, and and again it just shows, you know, just I'm stressing this point. The way he said it is like. It hit her core mm-hmm. as a woman, so it's like he probably was just like Mary, you know, me. you know, like yo, you know, and the way he said it to her, she was like, yo, 
And how did she well, react? Rabboni. Yeah. yeah, she she turned around and just was like, yo, this is my, my lord, my teacher. Like, this is who, you, mm. you know, she, got, she she responded. I got a question. Why do you think she didn't recognize him at first? I mean, she was crying. She was Hysterical. emotional. She like was, a woman. It was dark. <laughs> yeah. uh, yo, strike that. Yo, edit that. Yeah, I mean, she... <laughs> And she, I don't. I don't that. think she was looking at him either, right? Mm. She just overheard some guy behind her. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember it was. It was. It could have been. Uh, listen, two things. It was, it was dark. dark. Yeah. She was crying. Right. It was early in the morning. Or the Lord could have veiled um, her eyes. Veiled her eyes from seeing him. No, right. but again, like I, I think yeah. it's because they didn't understand the resurrection. Mm-hmm. So for her to see somebody, you gotta understand. Like yeah, you said, yeah. she's looking for a dead man. Right, so for her to see somebody alive, she's like, "Yo, that's the gardener." Right, <laughs> that's okay. you know that it, it, it's anybody but Jesus. Right, because and that's what I'm saying again and again, like just her faithfulness, you know, to be to seeing Jesus. But the scripture said they didn't understand. Right, they didn't understand about mm-hmm. the 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 Lord resurrecting. That was the that was the last thing. It was like that's why she asked him, "Where you laid his body?" She's like, "Where is he dead?" Like. He's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not thinking about him walking and talking. Right. That was the last thing she was thinking. And in right. 17, Jesus said to her, right, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. So again, um, that clinging, right, is is Mary clinging to his feet. You know, that's that's the idea. Mm. Mary was always at the feet of Jesus. Mm. You know, with her tears, with her hair, with her oil. If that was the same Mary, you know, there was so many, <laughs> so many Marys. <laughs> but you know, she clinged to 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 him. And um, what is what does he say? What is he telling her? He tell her go and tell everybody, man. Well, and how does how does he address them? I think this is the first time he addressed. He said, "Go tell my brethren, my brethren, because mm-hmm. they part of the family now. Not yeah, part of the family. They've been inducted into the family. <laughs> Word up! I paid the price. Cause yeah, cause it, now it's done, mm-hmm. right? Now so now everybody has access to this family now. He said, "My father and your father." Yeah, father I like that. That's father. the first time he mm-hmm. mentions that. Yeah, to my father and your father, and to my God and your, your God. God. Yeah, definitely. So you see the relationship shift from uh, what was it? A uh, uh, servant, servant to brother, to now you're you're adopted into the family. Right. One of us and now. Now I could call you brother. Yeah, he said you uh, went from servant to friend. Now I was straight brethren. Yep. Mm. You know, now you part of the family. What do you, What do you think he was telling her? You're not to cling to me. Cause he's like, I'm not leaving yet, you know. He was no, like, no. I, it probably felt as if she was never going to let him go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was probably <laughs> pitbulled on, like on his feet, like, oh, yeah, Lord, definitely. I'm never letting you go. So he was like, Come on, Mary, go tell the peeps I'm here. Nah, I, got, yeah. I got stuff for you to do. Yeah. yeah, but also he's, you know, he says, I am. A, he says, and say to them, I am ascending to my father. So it's like basically, he's like, I'm not ascending yet, though. You know, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving you yet. So it's a reassurance and. It's just, it's beautiful because like you said, it's the relationship. 
you know, she's clinging like, Lord, I'm never going to let you go ever again. <laughs> but he's, exactly, yeah. but he's exactly. like, listen, man, I ain't going nowhere yet. And it's, it's the back and forth. Yo, imagine how her sorrow immediately turned into joy when she mm. heard that Mary. Yeah, she probably was hyperventilating, B. Oh, from darkness to light. Yeah. When she heard that Mary from darkness to light, but I'll see from hopeless to hope. Can you yeah. imagine her sprint to yeah, the disciples to joy after that? Oh. She was running full speed to them with that emotion. Yo, the gamut of Woo! emotions that she just went through. The hopeless, yeah. so from right? hopeless from, to hope. From hopelessness to, to and and that's how it is hope. when you you come into Christ. Yeah, you know, man. you you go from not thinking, yo, I gotta live a good life, and hopefully when I get to the gate. Jesus is going to let me in because my good is going to outweigh my bad. That burden is gone. You know, once you understand, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ and you understand that it's been paid for, he paid for your sins. And it's because of what he did. You're going to be, um, you're going to have eternal life and Mm -hmm. you're going to be in heaven and you're going to enjoy all these things that he has prepared for us. You go from hopeless to hope. So, um, Ange, you want to read from 19 to 23? Hold on. Let me finish this uh, raisin. <laughs> that, that one raisin, right? Just that one. Mm-hmm. It was moist, though, so it went down smooth. 19 to 21? 23. Then, the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled, For fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. If you forgive the sins of any, then they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Mm-hmm. So now, where do we find the disciples? So Mary told them that same evening, he told them, like, yo, the Lord, I saw him. All right, he's back. Resurrected. So, you know, they're in the room, door, door locked. Mm. All right, because they're scared. They're scared. Right, fear of the Jews. So now the you gotta mob. understand they still trying to they still trying to crush this this whole thing. The movement. So now I'm pretty sure they got word that um yeah, the body is not there. Right. They had mm-hmm. they had guards posted. They probably came to them with this story, oh, it was an earthquake, we saw some angels and we were yeah. out. Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So now they're hearing all of this. So now they're like, you know, in the other gospels, it kind of goes into it yes. more. <clears throat> so now they was like, yo, we got to take all these people out. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you have that aspect. So you get the, you get the sense why they're in hiding, right? They're behind locked doors. And all of a sudden, you know, Jesus just pops up. Boop. How he get there? <laughs> Yo, the door was shut, B. That's that new body work. <laughs> Yo, new body, you get to Nightcrawler, dog. That's that Rezzy, that Rezzy body. <laughs> Rezzy Rez. Yo, dog. It's the Rezzy Rez body. matter. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? Right. 
after he popped up on them, you know, he said, peace be with you, maybe a greeting that they were familiar with. He showed them his hands and his side. I I found that to be real interesting. Yeah. That he, he showed them the evidence, like, yo, this is me. That that's what I got from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I, I think I like where he said, "Peace be with you." Was one because they were scared. You know, they were scared of what was go- gonna go on with the Jews. But he, th- and that's what Jesus does in those moments where we're in those where we're, we're scared. You know, where we're uncertain. He gives us that peace first. You know, and then in some way, shape, or form, he reveals his truth to us, whether it be in the word or whatever, but, and that's what he did here to the disciples, and I did, I just, you know, he calmed them down, and then he showed them who he was, like, this, so. So, so I, you know, I just go back to another, you know, another person that was in a fringy state, and he said something familiar to her, and she immediately clinged to him, to the point where he was like, yo, I, you know, let's relax. I, I need you to go do this for me. But when he came to them, he had to show. To me, it seems like he had to show some evidence or some proof. So it was, it was kind of weird when I read that he showed them his hands and his side. The only reason he would show that to be like, yeah, guys, it's me. Mm. Which which is weird. And that. The last men and women be. He didn't have to do that with Mary. Like, just from the voice, right? My ship, my sheep hear my voice. Her reaction was, I'm going to hold on to you, and I'm not going to let go. That's men and women, B. So these guys, it, and this is how I'm seeing it, and this is how I'm picturing it. Like, these guys, they scared, door locked. How did you get in here? He pops up. He says something that I think was a familiar greeting to them. They, they may, might have heard the voice. It might have resonated with them, but then it's, you know, the Holy Spirit still puts it in there that he had to show them the marks on his hand, on his side, you know, and that, that kind of, I don't know, that I just see that, I, I see the difference between those interactions. Yeah, I mean, I see that as men and women, you know, again, men is just, we're practical, we're, you know, we're visual, you know, that's how men are, where women are more sentimental and heartfelt and like i said it, it all it, all he needed was to say mary in the right voice and the right tone and it resonated but i think this the scripture put it there to let us know that the resurrected christ has you know wounds on his side and on his hands mm-hmm. you know so the even though he had a resurrected body and it was a new body that could walk through walls and pop up in a room that the door is shut one thing that the resurrected Christ is 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 gonna always carry is the wound in his hands and the wound on his side, you know, and that's gonna forever be in eternity. It's like when John saw in Revelation, he said, you know, I saw a lamb as if it was slain, you know. So to see the resurrected Christ, to see Christ, he's gonna be in all his glory in heaven and eternity. But we're always gonna remember when we see his hands and we see his side. For, and we're going to think about what he did for us, like how we was talking about earlier. Like he took on all of that for us. And those are going to always be signs in heaven and for eternity that this is what our Lord and Savior did for us. I still think it was a bad look for them, man. 
Because it says after they saw that, then they was glad. Yeah, like I said, they men be. Yo, be that's how men are. Savage. Yo, be brute. Yo. Brute, chill, savage, son. beast. Chill, son. You know? Who was I the feel- first one of them to believe? It was it was John, right? Nah, Peter. But, to uh, believe. To believe? It said then, right there, it said they believed, right? Nah, Peter believed first. And then then the John dis- came in and believed. No, I, I mean, he, he didn't say he he believed. See, he that's why I, John. That's why I questioned that part. I'm like, did he believe that he resurrected, or did he believe that because it says stole the body? Verse eight says, then yeah. the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. That was John. That, that was, was John. John. Yeah. So he was the first of all of these people yeah. to believe that the Lord had resurrected. I think John so. Is, yeah. So calm down, doggy. <laughs> you giving us John. men a bad name, son? Check so you out. One one out of eleven. <laughs> He was the first. <laughs> One out of 11. And well, well, what about the other 11 shorties that they didn't mention that didn't believe? <laughs> Come on, man. But you know, one of the things I, that kind of stands out to me when he shows him the uh, the hands and the sides, though, is to show that he had a physical body. Mm, yeah. That he resurrected bodily, which is a big point because a lot of times, first, like, you know, later on in scripture, as we go into, you know, when we get there, you know, that was one of the biggest things that Paul had to deal with with the the misconception that it was a spirit, you know, that Jesus did not uh, resurrect bodily. And there are many cults today that don't believe that, you know, like one of them, Jehovah Witness, they don't believe that Jesus Christ, you know, had a body. They think he like disrobed the flesh and he's just some ethereal kind of gas. I don't know what that means. No, definitely. I, I agree with you. And that's why I think he showed the side. You know, yeah. like you said, it was to show that he had a body yeah, and to show the marks, but just to show that this is me, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't think it mm-hmm. was, um, I don't know. I mean, people just, I think it's received differently between men and women. Yeah. That's yeah. Up. All right. So let's finish up the rest of the chapter. Oh, one, one quick thing. I, I like that. Notice that it was on the evening of the, the day, the first day of the week. He keeps showing up. I mean, just to show that, you know, the, the day he resurrected Sunday and that's the reason why you see Christians go to church on Sunday because that was, you know, that's commemorating his, the resurrection day. It's not the Sabbath. Sabbath is Saturday, and he never gave that. That was a sp- Sabbath day was specifically um, for, the Jews. Uh, for the Jews. You know, that was a commitment that was part of their uh, tradition and the law that he gave the Jews um, for them to keep the Sabbath, right. you know. And, and you know what else? He let them sit six days with my, what Mary told them. Yeah. yeah, right. She came and told him the first day of the week, right? And he let him sit with that <laughs> for another six, six days, days. Yep. Before he appeared to them, mm-hmm. so they was probably like day three. They was like, "Yo, Mary be bugging." You know, it was like you'll be, you'll be. That's why. He's that's with. why we don't listen to women. I saw him. They was like, "You'll be day four. It was like, "Yo, Mary, where he at?" Yo, Mary. Mary be bugging, and then he popped on him. Boop. Where does it say that that they wait? He waited six days. Nineteen. First day of the week. Then the same day. You think it was the same day? Or was it six it days says, later? Then the same day at evening, being so the first the day, day of the week. It if when we started twenty on the first day of the week, and here it says the same day at is evening. Same, is it the same day? That's what it says. I. Possibly, I'm not sure. Because it says at evening here, and it's the morning time. 
Yeah, Says went to the, the tomb day. early yeah, 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 yeah. while it was yeah, still it dark, the and then yeah, yeah. the same day at evening, first yeah. the day of the week. Yeah, I think was it was wrong. I thought it was. I thought it was another. Yeah, another first day. I mean, now that that would have been a, like. There's a part where he does wait. I know what you're talking about. Is yeah. the next, part, is the yeah. next time he yeah. next time he sees them yeah. for Thomas. Yeah. That's yeah. When he appears for Thomas, yeah. it was another seven yeah, days. That's the one we're about to read. So but oh, wait a jump the gun. Wait a But before even read on, I think this is a very important point. When he says. Uh, in verse 22 and when he had said this he After breathed eight, on them yeah it's eight days yeah. oh and yeah, said yeah, to yeah, them, yeah, yeah receive the holy spirit so they you think they received the holy spirit right then and there i think that's when they were born again you think so i mean that's i think that was the i mean that's just that's just my opinion that this is when they actually became born again what do you guys think he said, "Here, receive you the Holy Spirit." This is when he breathed on them. No, I mean that's when they was they received that, them. That's when they were sealed. But I mean, I guess technically, but they believed already. Well, you know, and that word says to believe in Him. I think it was symbolic. Okay, because we know that the Holy Spirit. You know, he, Jesus said, "Listen, I have to leave in order for the Holy Spirit to come." Mm-hmm. So this was. Yeah, you know, again, I could be wrong, but I, I see this. It was a, a symbolic, okay. uh, a gesture, a symbol to show that all right, you guys, you guys are sealed, right? It it was as good as as done, right? But it was just a symbolic gesture. Yeah, that the born, they were good at the born again. I mean, I I see the born again because that's when they believed, uh, unless you know, because you gotta understand, they believed. It, you know, the scripture says they believed at this point. I mean, so, the Old Testament saints believe, right? They were saved. I would, th- I would see that. I would see the born again mm. because of just, and I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even necessarily think it's because of the received of the Holy Spirit. I would just see that they believed. Yeah, I mean, but they and, believed in the resurrected Christ, and and yeah, right. you know, and from God's perspective, it's all mm-hmm. immediate. It's all yeah. immediate, right? But. Also, it could have been the power of the Holy Spirit, right? I have to leave before, because we saw after he left 40 days later, was Pentecost, but that was the power that was being indwelled and filled with the power. But then the sealing, I think, happened there. So Mm. so when you, I mean, when you're saying sealing, you're saying that. The born again, yeah. Just indwelt, right? By the spirit, so so the, before, okay, so, the so before that, were they were they were they born again before that? I think so. I think so. So like you know when they were going out, when he sent yeah. them two by two, uh, yeah. Because if if they yeah. let's just say they passed away oh, prior the, to this, before, all of this, yeah. No, I don't believe that. Okay. You don't believe no, they no, were no, born they again? Weren't, they weren't. They no, believe. They, be, they believe. Again. They believe. But they weren't born again yet, because the Holy okay. Spirit has to come yeah. and be indwelt in you for you to right. be born because it's the work of the holy spirit right and we know the holy spirit didn't come yet because he said yo i gotta leave so the holy right. spirit to, could come but they believed so so them <laughs> believing that's what i'm because i'm not even thinking about receiving the holy spirit over here i'm just thinking about just believing they believed when they saw so i would they, look at it belief they believed that jesus christ was resurrected no they, they believe that jesus christ is the savior that he's god so they, they were so they were saved. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they were saved before his death and resurrection. No, I'm talking about here, brother. No, okay, no, th- that's that's what I'm saying. It's like over here, we yeah, know yeah. they just received. They, but I'm saying before, they were, yeah, yeah. 
Abraham, I mean, just, Abraham, just okay. Abraham like all the believed, Old Testament saints. Abraham okay. believed and you know? was counted to him as, as faith. Okay. It's just a matter of... But that, the thing is, John is the only person that understood that at that time, wasn't it? Now, they... Yeah, right. When he was like, you know, the Holy Spirit revealed that to, when they was like, some say you're Elijah, some say this. And he John was like, nah, you're the no, Peter. That Peter. was Peter. That was Peter. Yeah, was Peter, Peter said that. Yeah, Peter said that. And he was like, that was revealed yeah. to you. So I mean, it's it's the same with the Old Testament saints. Didn't get it, right? Mm. Whatever light they had, mm-hmm. whatever understanding they had, they believed it. And that was counted as faith, right? Abraham, from his perspective, all he knew was like, yo, somebody is going to be No, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. So, I believe, yeah, the light that they had, I I, I don't think anything started clicking until they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. And a lot of stuff just clicked. And they started to really, because the Holy Spirit, right? He told them in two chapters ago, that the Holy Spirit is going to lead you into all truth and he's going to teach you and that's when they started getting it. I like think before it, they was just like, huh? You know, I think what? yeah, God is just. So let me ask you a quick question. So that means when we say that Abraham believed, right, and that counted to him as righteousness, is that counting as being born again? From God's perspective, yes. Is From my perspective, no. Born again? <laughs> I don't think it means he's born again. No, I don't think. That but means. that. But because they're Old Testament, that doesn't mean that but you that, have to be born again. Not in the Old Testament, Why not? right? I mean, like How you got to get into heaven because born again means doesn't that happen after the the crucifi- after the crucifixion? Right, it ha- like it ha- the Old Testament saints were had faith in the re- in the Messiah that was coming. Right, so how could they be born again if that had not taken place yeah, yet? I see what you're saying. You because you, you know what I'm saying. You can't born again. You can't see the kingdom of God. You can't see the kingdom of God unless right. you're born again. So they, they you got to think about that. So we're talking about it within time. Right, right. <laughs> they had to think. wait for this event. Right, right. This event, right? It basically, yeah. All right. Whoever, whoever believed was looking forward towards looking forward, all you guys that was looking forward, like Abraham. Just yeah. like us, all of us that's looking back. Yeah, right, right. right. right? So within time, yeah. I but see you have saying. to be born again. Yeah, you in have order to, be, for you to, to see the kingdom of to God. See the kingdom of God. Yep. There's, there's no other way. Yeah, there's no other way. So that, that okay. only happens after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right. Well, because you got because <laughs> you got to think about it. Those saints were in Abraham's bosom. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they, it's like. They spots were reserved because when they died, they went into paradise. They wasn't Abraham's bosom. Was, they wasn't yeah. in. So yeah. for for them, to, you know. They weren't able to enter heaven. They wasn't able to enter heaven, but they were in paradise. That's they right. wasn't in hell. So right. you got to think about event. it. Yeah. yeah. you and, and the reason I say that is because it's like when he met Abraham, his name was Abram. He changed it to Abraham. Right. When he met Jacob. It was Jacob, and then he Jacob turned it to Israel. Israel. Those are born again, you know. Kind of like attributes. Yeah, like you, you start to think you're about being a new person. Being a new person, I'm going to call you this. Right. You're a new person, I'm going to call you that. Right. You know, so I'm looking at those ex- Those are examples in the Old Testament of men who were born again. Mm. Yeah. I see it. I get it. Okay. Now, I just want you to just throw I it out I agree there. with it until I see something else and don't agree with it. <laughs> How about that? All right, so let's finish up. 
Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my fingers into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your fingers here, and look at my hands, and reach your hands here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believe. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. But Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So Thomas wasn't with him when Jesus popped up the first time. Yeah, there's the there's the part where you was like the six the eight days, days. Yeah, yeah. It's eight days. Yeah. Eight days. So and you know, twice twice, you know, the, the Holy Spirit highlights that the doors was locked. Right. And Jesus appeared, you know, seeing that this uh new body, new resurrection body, um didn't operate in the same physics that we do over here. Mm-hmm. So obviously he was able to enter a room without having the door open to him. Mm. Right? How he, you know, operated with space and time. Hey, it he's was, not bound it by was it. Bound, he wasn't bound. He's not bound by wow. time. So he, he popped up to them again and, you know, came to Thomas. He's like, You're here. Put it. go ahead. Touch I, think, it. I think he was um I think he was showing off, man. He was showing off the new body, like, yeah, baby, this is how it is. Glorified body. Word up. I think that, you know, he did it twice. You know, but, like when um, Ralph flexes and he's like, yo, feel this tricep? Wow. That's what the Lord was doing. He's like, yo, put your whole right, put your finger in this hole. But just Thomas, you know, Thomas not believing until he put his hand in. And it's, you know, like you, like you, the way you're seeing it, and I agree, like these guys is like, dog, this is, I got to go through all of this. You know, for you guys to believe, but mm-hmm. I look at it as you know, Christ is like, I, I'll do it for you. He's he, gracious, right? right? His grace, like he, he'll entertain it. He'll entertain it. Right? He'll entertain it because how much he loves you. You see some hearts where he might just have to call you. Mm-hmm. You know, we see hearts where he'll just tell you and and show you, and then we see some hearts where you actually have, have to, to touch. touch it. Yep, and he will accommodate. That's that's how much you know Jesus Christ. He's not gonna be like, yo. After all I went through, right? This is you guys. <laughs> you talking about you don't believe? Yo, it's me. Yeah. What do you mean? What's wrong with you? He's like, nah. Yo, go ahead, Thomas. Go ahead. You touch it. If this is yeah. what you need, this is what you need. Yeah. And what did Thomas say? He says the two greatest words. My Lord and my God. So Jesus is God. Jesus Whoa. is God. That's Man. all I want to know, dog. That is phenomenal. That Jesus Christ is God. Amen. He got it. He got it. You know. And yeah, you know. Cool. You know what's what's even even that dog. He's talking to us over here. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Word. Word. Amen. Blessed is filthy, baby. Because <laughs> I believe, <laughs> bro. We're we're two thousand plus years removed. from from these events mm-hmm. and we sitting here 
at a table with mics in front of our faces talking about it because we believe. So we're blessed. Amen. We're blessed because of that. Because we believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in who he is. We believe in what he did. We believe that we are privileged. We are. He calls us uh, brethren. And I think it's, it's going to be a separate blessing that's going to be seen clearly in heaven. For us? Yeah. Yes, son. That's what I like, son. For those who didn't see Jesus Christ and believe. I'm gonna throw it right at Thomas's face. Yes, son. See, <laughs> but son. Thomas is part of that. The church. No, he ain't. He didn't believe. No, I, I, I think. Um, he says, "See, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed is filthy, because he has not seen and yet filthy <laughs> believes." That's the New Angelo translation. <laughs> but the, but the, um, but when he believed, and you know, like it's, it's, it's crazy. You said that that those, those three things that he need. You know, somebody who. Who all you have to do is hear his voice. Somebody who you know what I mean. Those stages, mm-hmm. but be, because you look at Thomas' response is different from everybody else. Like yeah. Mary was Rabboni, right. you know. Other disciples was like, ah, right, yo, we believe. But him, because Christ went further for him, mm-hmm. like put his hands through. It was like, yo, my Lord, my God. His response was the, it's the deeper, right? right? It was deeper. Because Christ had to extend Himself more, mm. and you know, I, I don't know which who y'all want to be. I'd love to be Mary. <laughs> I don't want to have to touch him, but <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I'd be, be all three sometimes, right? Yeah. But sometimes when you get touched, <laughs> sometimes not even Christ. You touching Christ, but Christ touching you. Yeah. You turn around and you be like my. And I know there's times when I'm in prayer or times I'm studying. And the Holy Spirit reveals something to me, or you feel his presence in a way that you didn't feel it in weeks or maybe months. Word. That happened to me the other day. And you get touched, mm. your your response is, my Lord, my God. Yeah. I think one of the reasons that he gets that response, because he was doubting, right? And I think with the opposite of doubting is when Jesus shows him and he touches, right? He says, touch this. Not it's become like a he, an intellectual comprehension of this. Mm. You know, there's a difference between like unbelief. Unbelief is that's a moral problem. You're unbelieving. It's okay to doubt. You know what I'm saying? And the only way you can counteract doubt is by your your the knowledge of actually knowing. So this is a point where yo he proved to him his resurrection. So now intellectually he he understood it and he was like. My only response to you proving this resurrection to me is my Lord and my God. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I just bring that point because the resurrection is the most documented historical event that ever takes place. More than anything. More than knowing that George mm-hmm. Washington, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, was alive. More than, you know, um, anything that happened in history, World War One, World War Two. You know, we go through everything, it, all the things that was historical. This is the most proven historical event that took place. This is why he keeps showing himself. He just keeps showing himself. He keeps, you know, when when we continue, when we go into Corinthians and he talks about, you know, over 500, witnesses, you know, yep. the, all these witnesses. So I think that was his response because he's like, yo, you know, I know Jesus is real. I know Mary. Mary said he saw him, you know. So his dilemma was an intellectual thing. Right. It was a doubting thing. Mm. It wasn't a moral thing. 
You know, as opposed to where people have this moral thing where they just don't believe. These men. This is what God deals with. He's like, yo, listen, this this moral thing of you unbelief, that is sin. I won't deal with that. But you doubting? That's cool. Let's deal with it. Let's dig into it. Let's study. Right. Let's read. And I will prove to you. You know what I'm saying? And that's why he says, come let us reason. That's right. You know, the God, I always say that God is not afraid to... um reason with you because he's right That's <laughs> you right. know he's right and when you're right you don't have no problem yeah uh going into it but yeah uh verse 30 it says and truly jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book but these are written that you may believe that jesus is the christ the son of god and that believing you may have life in his name mm. and i think and this this is the verse you know, this is the last. This is the uh, last verse of the chapter. But I think this is the verse that, like, how we was going through the crucifixion. This is the reason why I said he focused a whole chapter on the resurrection, and like that's such a small part on the crucifixion, because the resurrection is what mattered. Yes. You know that Jesus Christ is alive, because he could have died and stayed dead, right. but the fact that he resurrected is to show that. The payment was accepted by God. That's right. You know, that he was the unblemished lamb. And I think, you know, and that was John's whole focus that, like he says, that you may have life because God said, he says, I'm a God of the living, not the dead. You know, so Jesus Christ dying is, you know, it was important. But the resurrection, like our hope is because of a resurrection. It's like what Paul said. He said, if Jesus Christ didn't resurrect, then. We are oh, yeah. the most to be pitied. Yeah, we're the most to be pitied men. So the resurrection is what it's about. And I think that's why John was like, you know, he 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 focuses more on the resurrection than mm -hmm. the than the death because the resurrection is like is is believing in, in his death and his resurrection and the things that was written is you know, that's the thing that uh he wants us to have life in his name. You know, like he said, it's about having life. You know, mm -hmm. this Jesus Christ said, I, I came to give eternal life. Yeah. No, that's man. Amen. Yo, that's, Ralph. That's, yes. Come, let us worship and bow <laughs> down. <laughs> let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker. Okay. That's all he was waiting for, though. That's, that's it. Right. That's it, boy. But <laughs> now we could close. I'm glad he did it at the end. Right. <laughs> so that people won't click off. The people probably clicked off already. Well, they probably never hear that word. <laughs> you know, when, when you see it in the beginning, the people just click off. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's more where that came from. Mm. Well, God is good, man. God is good. Amen. So one more chapter left. We thank him. Yeah, we thank him. The resurrection. The, is someone going to uh, pray? Okay, Heavenly Father, Lord, we are grateful for this time that we were able to spend together, Lord, as brothers, just sharpening each other, Lord, and um, edifying each other. And we pray that those who are listening were also touched and edified. And we look forward to um, the next time that we get to be together. So be with us until then. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.